This episode of Witch Police Radio is my interview with the Rainy Day Apparel. He's a singer-songwriter from Carmen, Manitoba, who has been quietly making noise in the Winnipeg music scene. We talk about the difficulties of being an outsider to the scene and how he's been accepted, how he's finding his experience playing here in the city, as well as what's available to him at home in Carmen and in the surrounding area. And like a few episodes I've done recently, I conducted this interview over Skype. Because he's in Carmen and I'm in Winnipeg, and we were never quite able to make things work out with us meeting in person, this seemed like the easiest way to get him on the podcast. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre, Winnipeg's premier concert and event venue. If you want to find out all the great shows they have coming up, go to myparktheater.com. You're listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I am trying this Skype thing again. I've done uh, two episodes so far um, remotely via Skype, and it's working out okay. So I'm kind of um, saving the Skype interviews for when I can't meet the person in person, whether it's someone uh, on tour, someone from a different city, or, or things like that. So uh, on the line today, I have an artist who's living in Carmen, which is you know far enough away that it's close enough, but also far enough. So I figured the Skype thing is probably the easiest way we can connect after having talked about it online for a while now. So, do you want to just introduce yourself? I think maybe that's a good way to get started, and we can sort of go from there. For sure. I'm uh, Nathan Strange. Uh, my music project is called The Rainy Day Apparel. Um, kind of a folky, indie sort of uh, vibe to it, but uh, yeah, just been recording music pretty steady throughout uh, my high school years and whatnot, and kind of started get, putting myself out there the last couple of years, and uh just seeing what's out there in Winnipeg and Pemina Valley and kind of beyond. Okay. Well, maybe maybe a good starting point is is what's out there in Carmen. Like, is there is there a music scene? First of all, just for reference, like, how big is Carmen? I know I've been through it. I don't think I've actually spent any time there ever, so. Yeah, if you've been through it, you've hit the uh, 30 speed zone that never changes 24 hours a day. It's a little <laughs> rough. But no, Carmen has, uh, we have a place called the Golden Prairie Arts Council outside of the old train station, and they do a really good job of... Uh, uh, bringing some really great artists in. I mean, we're we're lucky enough to have. Uh, I don't know uh, if you've heard of Fosia, but she's sure, uh, yeah. world class talent. Um, yeah, she sold out two shows here Carmen. in the city. Yeah, yeah, she's big. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, aside from that, uh, they've they've brought in some really great bands. I mean, we've. Uh, I remember when I first moved here, the uh, the perpetrators played out here. They brought cool. them out, and and. And every year, they, the, uh, Kasadi was out here uh, a couple days ago, actually. Oh, so right on. They, yeah, they're they good, yeah. Job of pulling bands out here. And um, so, yeah, I mean, while it's, you know, it's it's not like Winnipeg where there's things every night, I think uh, for a small town, they're pretty fortunate. I think the, the tough part is, you know, um, getting people to come out sometimes. So sure. I think uh, they, they work pretty hard to, to make it happen, though. So are you not originally from Carmen? No, I was actually... Uh, Born and raised in Saskatchewan. Um, okay. I'm a teacher, so I by trade, so I um, 
moved to Brandon when I was about 17 and then uh, got my first teaching job out here and have kind of been, you know, living in Carmen for about the last 11 or 12 years. So, cool. yeah. Is there a local music community? Like, are there uh, other artists locally that you've kind of uh, seen coming up or played shows with, things like that? Um, to, to a degree. I mean, uh, Ashley Bart has a, a group called Barta. She's uh, a really talented musician and someone that I saw pretty early on living here that uh, just really respected her as a songwriter. Still, still do <laughs> respect her as a songwriter and stuff like that. And I've got to, got to know her a little bit. Um, there's a couple a couple bands like uh trans jupiter like like i think there's a lot of people doing their own thing and and just being the nature of me being a solo guy i guess yeah. i don't uh i don't always run in the same scenes as a lot of um other people just because you're kind of i don't say limited but you, you know to do a show with people in their if they're up in a rock show you're kind of like well i've got an acoustic guitar i don't know how i fit in but uh you know usually if people give me a shot they kind of see that uh, while while i don't have the full components of uh, my music there it's kind of uh you know it's kind of a common goal i guess sure that live music
solo artist or did you come up the way a lot of solo artists do where you started in bands and then it just kind of made more sense for you to be performing uh, on your own uh, I haven't been in a band since high school okay. I mean uh, it was it was a pretty pretty small thing it's been so long ago that uh, yeah I guess the, the simplest answer is that I have always been solo and on my own but uh, for recording purposes and things like that it just found it uh, made it a little easier to I don't want to say meet my goals, but I, I think uh, just with recording and things like that, it was it was always easier to, to kind of do my own thing. But uh, you know, as as it sits right now, I think kind of got that itch to get together with some some other players and see see what happens. So, and I guess it gives you the convenience too if you're going going to Winnipeg or, or playing in another city, you can just kind of grab a guitar and, and take off, right? Rather than having to coordinate with other band members and things like that. Abs- absolutely. Um, uh, I mean. It's it's a hobby, but it's a super passionate hobby. I spend a lot of time doing it. Um, but I do have three kids at home, and the the, the career also. Sure, yeah. With, so I, I always feel like uh, you know that talk of being really uh, really passionate about it is that mu- musicians really do have a lot of passion and a lot of vision for what they want, and I I never want to get in the way of somebody else because of. Uh, because of having prior commitments. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I've, I've got two kids as well, and I completely understand. I mean, with the podcast, when we started doing this, I had two other guys I did the show with. And, uh, you know, various things have happened over the years. I'm still friends with them both, but it makes more sense for me to just do it on my own because my availability is so shitty, to be honest. Like, you know, in terms of yeah, when I'm around uh, outside of my own schedule. So I get that for sure. Um, now, you're obviously a singer-songwriter. Uh is there a genre you like to place on it? I know you mentioned indie kind of when we first started here, but like, do you consider yourself a folk singer or do you think of yourself more of as like a, I don't know, a indie songwriter or, or some other genre? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a good question. I mean, no, nobody wants to put, put themselves in a box, I guess. And I, you I have to now though. It's 2019. Everyone wants to put everything in boxes. It's true. It's true. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm such a weird I guess there's a lot of people like me out there that listen to such a variety of music. Like I, I range everything from like pop, like one of my covers that I do at my show is a Mandy Moore cover. Okay. And like, uh, um, I, I grew up listening to emo and, and pop punk and, um, yeah, I don't know, but I really, I really find my, my groove in songwriting with, with acts like iron and wine or city and color. Okay. And that's just kind of where my, where my music heads. So I guess, um, you know, no matter how hard I try to, you know, get get weird and get different, I always find I end up in kind of in the back, back in the same place. Okay. 
So those two artists, I mean, are those kind of major influences for you? Uh, I mean, Iron Wine, I, I, I definitely listen to Iron Wine. And uh, he definitely has kind of a sleepy vibe, which I think is often seen as folk, but then he can fully turn it up and, and go electric, like some of the later albums he did too, right? So Absolutely. Is that yeah. sort of the same thing with you? Like, do you have the potential to take these songs that you're doing solo acoustically, and if you had the band that you wanted for those songs, you could ramp it up and, and go full electric? Yeah, I think I think whenever I write a song, it, it always starts with the acoustic guitar, but then I always find that when I record them, the drums, the bass, the piano, the synth strings whatever always seem to creep in there and i just uh i never feel like a song is is finished with just the acoustic guitar so i guess it, it would only be natural to to grab something else and put it in there it always feels like it's incomplete to a degree sure and you mentioned a few minutes ago a cover song and then i noticed you've been doing covers on, on social media and you have like seem like, seem like you have a whole series of, of like one minute cover <laughs> tunes so do you want to talk about that yeah i guess um I, I think it was just kind of a fun way that uh, that I wanted to maybe bring people into my music a little bit. I think there's maybe there, there's a lot of music out there. I, I mean, every day if you if you download new music or grab new music or try out a new band, there's so many out there, and it's really hard to uh, figure out what you like. So I, I figured if I played songs that people knew that mm-hmm. uh, they'd heard before and heard my take on them, maybe they'd say, you know what, maybe it's worth. Uh, worth giving his stuff a listen because my my videos on instagram and stuff like that of my own stuff kind of you know 100 views here and there but my covers grab like five or six hundred yeah for whatever reason i so i think it was just uh I, i'm in the middle of uh, writing songs right now so i'm just listening to a lot of different things and every time i hear something that i'm kind of playing along with i'm like oh let's throw a cover down here and see what, see what happens cool when you're doing those covers, do you do you try to put your own spin on them, or do you try to play them as, as kind of accurately to the original as possible? Usually my own spin, for sure. Yeah, I I, I definitely want the song structure to hold up, but I, I don't think uh, imitating people is my thing. I'm not. It's not. I'm not the, the chameleon like that. I can't sure, sure. can't hammer it out verbatim. So I I always try to do it my way, and hopefully. Hopefully that comes across as uh, doing them justice and genuine and whatnot. Okay.
playing in Winnipeg I mean I know you've I kind of seen here and there online you've, you've been doing a few quite a few shows I guess uh in the city have you had a good reception as kind of an outsider to the Winnipeg music scene you know the Winnipeg music scene is uh is amazing the, the people in it are are so welcoming that, that's that's the biggest thing for me I think it's uh it's not a super easy scene to uh to to break into I guess they're I think they're pretty pretty loyal to each other which yes yeah. I mean I, I I can't fault that at all. Um, so I think you really just have to be patient. I'm trying to, uh, you know, like uh, go to other people's shows and, and be supportive in a way that, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to, you kind of have to be uh, sociable and, a per- and uh, friendly to people before sure. you can, push, it's almost like pushing a product on someone, right? So I, I mean, I often want things to happen organically. So I think I'm just kind of, uh, Push, pushing things out there, hope, hopefully gently, and uh, also just trying to be a part of it as a as a listener because there's so many good bands there. It's it's crazy. Yeah, like, it's it's not yeah. every day. I swear, I find somebody new that I'm I'm just enamored with. It's 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 an amazing scene. And, yeah, and like good. I said, the reception, the people that I've met are are what drives that. Are you hoping to to spend more time in the city uh, as far as playing shows, or are you kind of I, I mean, are there a lot of places for you to play out there? Maybe is a better question I should have asked earlier. Talking about Carmen. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, like I said, I always I struggle a bit to find where a solo acoustic act fit, fits in uh, in a way that isn't forced, I guess. Yeah. So um, I, I always, I'll put myself out there and say, you know, if you're looking for an opener, I think that's 
that's kind of a good good place to start. But yeah, I mean, I, w- I would love to play more shows in Winnipeg and and see what uh, see what's out there. But um, when I put my EP out this uh, this winter, I I was talking to the guy that mixed it, and he's like, "Are you doing a release party?" And I'm like, "I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Is it really something I want to do?" And and he said, "You know, just share it." Just and and he's he was so right. All I want to do is, is share my music. It's something that I'm um, really passionate about, and it comes from a place of uh, almost like therapy for me, just getting it out there and, and having people hear it. So I, I, the more people that hear it, the more places I can share it, the the better. Okay. Are there um, again having not been to Carmen except for going through it once? I think. Um, what is the kind of surrounding area like as far as other communities that maybe have possibilities for shows? Are there, you know, other towns nearby that you have been to or are planning to go to? Yeah. Um, Morton did a really cool, um, I've, I've done three or four shows in Morton. I was lucky enough to do a show at the band called Hillsburn. Okay. Um, they're from Nova Scotia. There was, uh, uh, Bull Rider did a show at the Sun Catch in Morton. They did this, uh, live at the Sun Catch series where I think they had, Fake Quentin Blair, yeah, yeah. Rider, and every week, every week they had a new act, and it was really cool to see them. They just uh, didn't charge people for tickets. They just promoted music in this uh, cool spot, kind of behind the clock tower, and it was it was really cool. So I mean, there's all, I think you just have to kind of dig for it a bit and look for what's what's out there. I mean, okay. there's so many uh, little festivals in in Manitoba. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I've applied for a couple this summer, and I think I've got a couple that uh, that I'll be going to. But I mean, even just to go again as a listener, there's uh, the Grey Wind, there's Hooper yeah. Holler. There's uh, I mean, there's there's lots of there's new ones every week, yeah. Yeah, there's there's awesome stuff out there, and again, you just really, you know, it's kind of like that notion. People are like, music isn't as good as it used to be, but I think you just have to look. I think there's so much good stuff out there, and you just have to yeah. kind of sit through it all. Is there any potential for, I mean, you to take bands from Winnipeg and bring them to you? Like, have you thought about putting on a show in Carmen and getting Winnipeg acts to come out there? And uh, maybe bring, you know, instead of you going to the city for a show, bring the city to you kind of thing. Are there venues out there? Yeah, absolutely. I've, re- I've reached out to a couple a couple of musicians in Winnipeg. I've kind of been talking to uh, the Arts Council about that. But, you know, it's uh, they, they plan, being an Arts Council that's... Uh, their, their hands are tied with funding and sure, stuff like that. So sure. I, I don't, I don't want to get in their way. And I, uh, but I also always want to bring, uh, bring bands out here. And I'm, I, I suppose I'm a little hesitant. The promoter side of me doesn't exist. Sure. Yeah. 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 I, I just, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of a lot of these people and the opportunity, the idea of having the opportunity to play with some of them is, is always very exciting for me. So yeah, that, that has definitely crossed my mind to, Bring, bring a party out here for sure. Well, what you just said about the promoter side of you not existing, how do you find um, just the whole process of, of getting your music out there now? Because it's kind of in today's music scene, really, you have to be, not. it's hard to be just the creative person because there's so much social media stuff, there's so much self-promotion, and there's so much just extra roles that maybe musicians may not have had Um in, in past past eras, right? Because you can do it all yourself, and everyone's expected to. So, have you had any difficulty sort of navigating that world, or you think you're you're doing a decent job at sort of getting yourself your name known, really? Yeah, you know, it's uh, the shameless self promotion side is, is a little tough. It's I hard, mean, yeah. Even 
even talking talking to you, I mean, we've just touched base a couple of times to to get the the interview to happen, and I mean, that's even that's kind of tough. Like, I I don't naturally think that be like, hey, look at me, listen to me, that <laughs> sort of thing is, is is really all that easy for anybody. But yeah, um, I always always try to can, can at least convince myself that I'm coming from a genuine place of just wanting to to share and and make a connection with people because, like I said, the the connections that I've made in Winnipeg and, yeah. and just through music are, are, are pretty valuable to me. Okay.
things come to those who wait All feels a little too late The glaring sun shows the damage done Staying for the long run Maybe, maybe to kind of expand on that a bit, like, you know, you're, I think, is it almost like the imposter syndrome? Like, you, you feel like you don't, you know, why why would I want to be in an interview or why would I want to be kind of on this thing? Because I think a lot of bands have that where they kind of feel like, you know, they've made something that creatively that they're really proud of. But then when it comes to sort of, you don't want to announce to everyone, look at my great thing, right? Is that is that part of what it is? Or like feeling like maybe, who am I to, to, to tell people to listen to my stuff? Yeah, you know, I, I think the one thing that I always come back to is uh, anytime that you get a chance to work with someone that you respect what they do, whether they are like what you're doing, I love love the podcast, I, I love the guests that you have on there, um, everything down to um, the people that helped me with my EP, the person that mixed it, I'm a huge fan of the things he's done, um, the guy that did the artwork, I, I've always wanted to have him do artwork for me. Cool. Um, so it's always just that collaboration side. I think if you think of it not so much as uh, pumping yourself up, so much as, as giving yourself a, an opportunity to work with people that you respect or that you admire their work, I think that's that's probably the driving force more so than, uh, like, you know, um, not, not doing it to be to be famous or renowned yeah. or anything like that. It's just kind of that, uh, that connection back, okay. back to the connection again. So I guess what is kind of the, the goal of this project? Cause like, like you said at the beginning, I mean, you have other responsibilities going on and, and real life kind of getting in the way of, uh, of having to being able to devote all your time to music. So where do you sort of see this project going uh, in the future? Are you, are you content at the level you're at where you're, you know, playing shows locally or playing shows in Winnipeg and, and, and recording, or would you rather see this become more of a touring thing, or is that even possible with your, your, your situation? Well, you know, being a teacher, I do have summers. So I feel like this summer applying for a lot of the festivals was kind of the first step in saying, you know, like maybe the summertime could be the, the time for music full time. Yeah. With, with of course. But, uh, you know, to be honest, I have no idea what, what I want out of it. I, I think music is, is pretty much, um, ingrained in my DNA. So yeah. I, I think, uh, I, I don't think I'll ever stop doing something along these lines and and i i did uh a couple of years back i had a, a pretty unfortunate uh back injury and had some some surgeries and was off okay. work and all bad things and i was kind of uh bargaining with a, with a higher power saying like if i make it out of this okay like if i get better i'm i'm gonna do everything a little bit better right whether okay. that's my job or my hobbies or being you know being a dad or being a husband, you know, like I'm just going to do everything better. So I think, 
I'm still in the process of seeing how far I can take this because that was part of the bargaining process. Cool. So. No, fair enough, fair enough. So if people are hearing you for the first time on the show and, uh, you know, I think because you're not in Winnipeg and you're not kind of permanently part of the, the music scene, there probably are a lot of people hearing you on here who maybe, you know, are being introduced to your music through the podcast. So what's the best way for them to hear you? What's the best way for someone to find out where you're playing shows, check out some of your songs? Where would you suggest? You know, the typical social media, Facebook, Instagram, I think is the best uh, best place to, to track down what's going on. Um, my music is on all the uh, digital platforms and, and um, you know, I, I've always told people that I've talked to, if you ever want the music, I, I get the goal is to share it. So if you don't feel like paying for it, let me know and I'll email you a copy. Yeah, yeah. Like I just, I just uh, yeah, I, I think I'm pretty easy to find if... Uh, you're looking for me it's it's kind of out there everywhere okay and then you have the is it just the one ep that you have all right now or what, what do you have as far as um recordings yeah the the reset ep that i put out in uh last uh, december there was uh kind of the the most uh polished version of what i've done i mean i i did i, I never even called them eps or anything like that really i just put out batches of songs where okay uh, I'd go through a writing process and then for two or three months I'd record things and then just kind of put them out as I finished them sort of thing. So uh, this EP was the first one that, that I really um, kind of went through a bit of a process on and, and to be 100% honest, it was it was pretty satisfying to, to do it all at once because I'm so impatient and once I finish the song, I want to know what, what it sounds like, what people sure. think of it. So, uh, so, do you have something planned for for going forward? Like, are you working on uh, the, net, the the follow up? I guess to that EP. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, the Golden Prairie Arts Council here in town uh, funded the EP uh, to get to get mixed. Um, oh, cool. I'm not sure if I want to do another uh, DIY thing and and get it mixed professionally, or if I want to, you know, get into a studio or or what. I think the the first thing I'm going to do is just keep writing. I think there's uh, I, I'm feeling particularly creative these days i think it's probably because i'm really busy with everything else sure yeah yeah but i feel the most motivated so i'm yeah i'm just writing and and again um i i'm pretty unsure of what i'm actually gonna do or how how it's gonna come out in the wash but i think for the most part i i I do think the goal is always to improve so sure um I think I've exceeded my ability to record and, and to uh, the, probably the highest quality I can do on my own. So maybe I need to put it in someone else's hands. And, and again, it just becomes another opportunity to work with somebody else that, uh, yeah. you know, that, that's a good person to collaborate with sort of. Thing. Totally. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Awesome. Do you have any shows uh, coming up in the near future or relatively near future? Um, let me see here. I'm trying to think there's, there's some, uh, festivals that I I think I'm going to, but I don't know if they haven't announced the lineup yet. So yeah, I don't fair know enough. if I'm supposed to do anything there. Um, I am playing Canada Day in Portage. Okay. I, I know that much that I think I'm might be doing the Carmen Fair. Um, but yeah, as far as upcoming shows, I don't think I have any in the next month or so. so. Okay. And people should just check your social media if they want to find out. I mean, because someone might hear this, you know, a year from now or something, right? So that's the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sure. My, that's, that's the place to go for cool. sure. 
Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, uh, if people want to hear more episodes of this show, you can go to wishpolice.com. All 370-whatever episodes are there for free download and streaming. You can also tune in on Sunday nights at midnight on UMFM, and those are older episodes that get uh, kind of a boost a few months after they're recorded. So it'll come out in podcast form, and then you know later on in the year, if you happen to be listening to the radio at midnight on a Sunday, and I don't know why you wouldn't, uh, you can tune in, and it'll be right there. So, yeah, uh, thanks again for talking to me. I'm glad we could make this work because I, I know we'd been kind of communicating online for a while and my schedule is difficult so is yours and this this is a good way to make it make it happen absolutely well sam i i so appreciate what you do it is your your podcast is awesome and, like, and knowing that you're a family man and all that it's <laughs> it's impressive what you're doing it's it's awesome well thank i appreciate I appreciate you listening i think one of the best things about doing the show is that i often hear from musicians that they listen to the podcast and that's kind of I, I feel like it means I'm doing something right. <laughs> you know, I'd rather have a small audience of people who are actually are interested in the music scene and are a part of the music scene listening to the show than, uh, you know, a million listeners who maybe it's not what they're interested in. So I appreciate that. It's, it's, nice, it's nice to hear for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, no, keep, keep it up. I'll keep listening for sure. Right on. Thanks a lot.
days I wish to take.